0: Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I'm Mickey Cross, and today I want to dedicate a whole episode to self-belief. I know in the past that I've done episodes on self-assurance. I know that I've covered confidence because I've covered self-doubt. I know that I've covered uh things like imposter syndrome and how to how to overcome that and move through it. But I don't think that I've ever dedicated a full episode purely to cultivating belief in yourself. And actually where, and by the way, any of those episodes that I can find on self-assurance on, um, you know, self-esteem, self-confidence, battling through imposter syndrome, all of that kind of stuff. I will link any of them in the show notes that I can find, because I know that for you guys, when you find an episode perhaps it's going to be this one where you're like, oh my God, this is exactly what I needed to hear. You want more of that in your ear holes. And if I can find anything that is linked, I absolutely will link it in the show notes. Where this episode has come from today is I actually was listening back to an interview that I did recently with the leading ladies in business. So with Claire and Cal, and we were just chewing the fat. I don't like that saying. I'm not, I'm, am I going to strip that from the episode? Can't be asked. Okay. We were having a chat. <laughs> And um, in that chat, in being interviewed, I actually mentioned my own mum and it really has caused me to think deeply about the impacts of cultivating belief in yourself Uh, because in that episode, in that interview, I was explaining that my mum was the kind of person where If there was a woman running down the road and we were driving past, my mom would be the first one to be like, go on, girl. Or if we were in the house and we could see someone uh, running past, she'd be like, go on or get off that hill or that kind. You know, she was an encourager. She was a cheerleader. And she definitely, for me, was a voice of go for it. You can. I know that you think you can't, Nikki, but you can. I've got messages. I've got screenshots like of where I was having a wobble in work or I was having a wobble in my parenting and I've got screenshots of her encouragement and sometimes it can feel so empty, you know, encouragement and affirmations can can feel so empty and I'm going to explain why that is in this episode today because I personally don't like affirmations. Not at least I don't like ones, hang on, let me put that straight. At least I don't like affirmations that I, I don't feel like are accessible to me. I'm going to talk about that in this episode today. Um, But I do want to talk a little bit more on why cultivating belief in yourself is a really important facet of being successful in business. Because in business, there are going to be times when things are hard. In business, there are going to be times when you are speaking to yourself like a dickhead because and not because you haven't built the skills to speak to yourself well, but because maybe you're hormonal you know <laughs> or maybe you're under resourced right it's I think that one of the biggest misconceptions with the inner work is once you've done it, it's done, and it's like no, 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 it's like. That's like saying I built a muscle in the gym and now that muscle is built. No, you've got to keep working on your muscles. You've got to keep working on the inner work muscles, you know, just because I do this work. Like I am hormonal as fuck today. And it would have been really easy for me to talk myself out of doing a podcast because my hormonal brain is like, you've got nothing interesting to say. You can't get your words out properly. That person over there podcast way better than you, blah, 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 bullshit. And I just have to cultivate and reach for the belief in myself. And that's where the affirmation work that's not affirmations comes in. I'll explain it in the episode. But I also, <laughs> the last thing that I've got three things that I want to talk to you about in this episode. And the last thing that I want to talk about is what what if you can't access it? Like what if at trying to access belief in yourself is just not available to you. What do you do, you know? Because sometimes you're that far into the sad swamp that it's really hard to access self-cultivated self-belief, belief belief in yourself. So I wanna talk about all of that in this episode today. So first reason why I think cultivating an inner belief in your own abilities is important is because when times are tough, self-belief is gonna be hard to access. And so it's, that's, it's a little bit, this first point is a little bit like me saying, you know, if you're learning how to swim, it is, if you're, if you're chucked in the deep end of a pool and and floundering around and potentially drowning, that is a really hard time to try and practice swimming because you're panicking. And it's the same with cultivating self-belief. You know, the reason why you have to work on it as an ongoing practice and essentially build a a harmonious relationship with yourself through the way that you speak to yourself, which is something I'm going to move on to in a minute. The reason why that's important to continually do and build that belief in yourself is because business can be really hard. You know, sometimes things don't go the way that you anticipated that they would. And the ramifications of that can really be quite extensive, especially for those of you in business who carry the weight of the, you know, commercial outcomes of business on your shoulders, it can be really demanding, uh, not just from a business perspective, but emotionally. And so to cultivate self-belief is like me saying, it's it's really important to bolster that presence of that voice because times are going to get tough. Things are going to get hard. And during those times where things get hard... I want you to be able to access the knowledge that you can, your capability. So here's the thing. The way that I think self-belief can sometimes be thought about is like you have it or you don't. You believe in yourself or you don't. And I'm not necessarily, I don't actually know if I agree with that. I think it's a little bit like a skill that you can fall back on. So for example, for me... I wouldn't necessarily be someone who, who says, or oh, "I really believe in myself," I definitely would be someone who says, "I can cultivate self-belief." And I absolutely acknowledge that it 's been role modeled to me, so I know what cultivating self-belief looks like, because I've seen someone I've seen someone cultivate belief. I, I've, I've had belief cultivated in me, So I have the privilege of developing that skill. I believe that in the work that I do, I now pass that skill on to my clients. You're not always going to be motivated. And during the times where there are setbacks or you have inner setbacks, like you are hormonal or you have had less sleep than normal, during those times, cultivating self-belief and accessing that needs to be something that is being practiced. The way to practice it is I want you to start noticing the things that you are doing that you thought that you couldn't. And I don't see this being done enough and I want you to start doing it. You know, so for example, I'll relate it back to running because that's something I'm doing a lot of lately is sometimes I will acknowledge myself just for getting out the front door even if that run was meant to be a 10K run and I just made it out the door, sometimes I will acknowledge myself just for that because in acknowledging myself for that, that is gonna give me the belief that I can do things even when I don't feel like I want to do them. Because the alternative to that is not acknowledging that I made it out the door and only acknowledging that I did 5K when I was meant to do 10 This is what I mean by cultivating self-belief. I don't think that it's something that some people are just born with and other people aren't. I think that it's something that you have to uh, develop within yourself for the times when your brain is mush, for the times when you are hormonal, for the times where there has been a setback in business. And so the first point that I wanna make here is don't rely on self-belief to come and give you a lovely warm hug When it's hard to access it, in the times when things are tough, instead, start building it through acknowledging the the small things that you do every single day that you don't normally acknowledge if you sent a well worded email acknowledge yourself for that if you overcame a thing that you were procrastinating on acknowledge yourself for that this isn't the big stuff this is the small things that it's like the small compound ways that you acknowledge yourself where you can actually give yourself evidence that you can and it honestly changes your brain when you start to ha- develop a relationship with yourself where you're not reliant on the outside world giving you feedback to say yes you are good yes you did that well well done we'll give you a few likes on your instagram post or fantastic i validate you by paying you a certain amount of money when you when it comes from the inside out and not the outside in it becomes easier to access self belief because you are literally cultivating belief in yourself Doesn't matter if it's in the same area. This is what I've learned about running and how running is absolute. I think I've done um, a recent episode actually on how my hobbies are making me better at business. I'm gonna link that in the show notes as well. But everything is transferable. So it it doesn't serve you to not notice the small things that you are doing well because in noticing the small things that you are doing well, you're cultivating belief in yourself. So that's my first point. Second point that I wanted to make in this episode is the way you talk to yourself literally changes the way you see your world, right? I've chosen my words very specifically for this point because I really fucking mean them. So let me say it again. The way you talk to yourself changes the way you see your world we're all on this world. All of us are walking around, like I still can't get over it. We're all just walking around in our meat suits, like doing our things and having conversations and making decisions. Like what, how, what even is this? Anyway, before I have an existential crisis and make you have one too, what I actually mean here is we're all on this world together. And we might all even be in the same situation as each other, but we're all seeing the world differently. We're all experiencing the world differently. So um, a couple of examples. If I walk to the co-op down the road and go inside of that shop, you could be there too. And we both could be in the same aisle, but you will be seeing the world differently because of the thoughts that you're thinking. And I will see the co-op differently because of the thoughts I'm thinking. For example, I might be looking for lettuce and you might be looking for cheese. And so when you walk into the same aisle as me in the co-op, you're really going to be blind to the lettuce because you're not looking for that. And I'm going to be blind to the cheese because I'm not looking for that. And that's how this thing works. You know, for another example, me and you, we could both have our own businesses, but we could be seeing the world of business completely differently because we've all got our own preferences, our own unique makeup, and we've all got our own challenges and struggles and we're all motivated and by and driven by different things, right? And so I want to uh, raise your attention to the way that, so that's that's what I mean, the way you see your world, as in we're all here, we're all having a collective experience, but this is your world, your world that you're experiencing the experiences that you're having and the way that you perceive those experiences. And my point here is the way you talk to yourself literally changes the way that you see your world. So your mind is a fucking powerful tool. And I massively recognize about my mind and the minds of the people that I work with is this tool, it can either be used as this powerful tool for good Or it can be used as this big fuck off nuclear weapon that can literally destroy our our self-belief and therefore the way that we're experiencing the world of business. What I want you to see is there is a massive difference in the way that you're perceiving your world based on how you talk to yourself. So as an example, and this goes back to the affirmations thing I was talking about at the beginning of the episode, if I'm running up a hill, it is highly likely that one of the automatic thoughts, one of the automatic noises that my brain will inevitably make as I'm running up that hill, it will say, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this. And the next thought that will come will normally be an action thought, I can't do this. I better stop. I can't do this. I might walk. I can't do this. Let's tie my shoelace. Oh yeah, actually my sock is uncomfortable. I didn't notice that when the run wasn't hard. Like that's normally what my brain will produce automatically. And based on how I'm speaking to myself, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. It changes the way that I see my own world. In, in that run, when I'm saying, I can't do this, I can't do this, I'm seeing the run as something that I'm inevitably going to stop in a minute because it's too hard and I can't do it. And what I want you to see is you have got an alternative um, option, right? You can find something very hard and you can speak to yourself about that hard thing differently. So I can I can literally say the same words, but with a different stamp, slant on it. So I can be running up that hill and saying, I, this is hard. And I feel like I can't do it, but I know that I can. This is really hard. And I feel like I can't run anymore. But what if I just ran 10 more steps and what I see myself doing is like playing a game with my own brain and cultivating belief through the literal steps that I'm taking, through the literal actions that I am making with my body. <laughs> but I want you to see that those actions wouldn't be accessible to me if my brain had decided that I can't. Now, telling myself, um, go, Nikki, go, you can do it. When that every part of my being is screaming, no, I fucking can't this is horrific my brain knows that it's bullshit and so telling myself stories that hold truth for me work better than empty affirmations my brain is a very it has a lot of rigidity my brain there needs to be a little bit more to it for me to believe it to be true for me right And so what I got onto with myself is it's really easy for me to believe things about myself when I've got evidence for it. So if I apply this to any one of you, you might say, well, I'm really anxious because I had this experience when I was 14 and that is the, that's the foundation of my anxiety. Or you might say something about yourself, like, um, I'm really shy because when I was younger, everyone used to point at me and say, do this thing or whatever it was, or you might say about yourself, well, I'm really bad at public speaking because um, I always clam up and I'm never able to speak, you know, say the things that are in my mind and get them to come out of my mouth. We're very good at telling ourselves stories. And what I want you to hear in the stories, the difference between the story and a and like the story and an affirmation is there is usually the affirmation and then the evidence at the end of the sentence. So I am because I am this way because of that. And normally the thing, the evidence at the end is something that because we are the ones that have experienced it, we believe it to be true. And so what it does for the beginning of the sentence is it adds a shit ton of weight and it makes it feel factual. And so for me, what I've done is I've gone, and I use this with my clients as well, when I can see that they're really good at um, convincing themselves in a negative way, I'll just get them to flip it around and I'll be like, okay, so if you can easily find evidence in the ways that you're bad or not enough or less than or wrong, I am this way because of that thing, you're automatically giving yourself evidence that you can do, you can use the same formula to cultivate new beliefs about yourself and." For my clients, the way that I like to get them to do it, and I want to offer this to you in in this episode today, the way I get them to do it is it's about capability as opposed to an arrival. So let's just take running because it's the example that I'm finding easiest to use at the moment. So you might say, well, I can't run 5K because I've never done that before. And, and, actually, you might be right, but we don't know, do we? Like, we actually don't fucking know. You've just decided. So what I would flip that around and get my client to consider thinking instead would be, I am capable of trying to run 5K because I've never ran 5K at a really slow pace before. Do you see the difference? It's like one of of those beliefs is stop. You're not even going to try because you can't. The end. And that will inevitably leak into your actions. It is highly unlikely that you're going to be able to get out the front door if all your brain is giving you is, I can't run 5K because I've never done that before. However, if I get you to consider that I might be capable of running 5K because I've never ran 5K at a really, really slow pace before. Now what's actually happened is you've expanded what you believe could be possible for you. You've expanded your perception of what is available to you. And the only thing that has changed is the way that you're speaking to yourself. That's it. That's the only thing that's changed. And still, we don't know if you can do it or not. You might still not be able to. But The difference between the two is one, Like boxes you in completely. You've made a decision before you've even gone ahead. The second is I might be capable of doing that because I've never tried running it slowly. And I want you to see if you can use that formula in business for yourself as well. Going back to this point and summarizing this so we can move on to the final one is the way you talk to yourself literally changes the way that you see your world. And your world is built up of what you experience out there the experiences that you have in business, and also the way you think about yourself in here, what you believe is possible for someone like you. And you can apply that same formula to any of those things. Uh, So if all else fails. (laughs) So I really wanted to include this last bit in the episode because it's a little bit more tough lovey, But I think it's what I would revert to if my client is really trying to access belief in themselves and they're massively in the sad swamp, they're massively in the talk with themselves about self-loathing and how they're finding shitloads of evidence that they just can't or people don't like them or they haven't got anything interesting to say or whatever it is for you. The, The last book with me, or one of them at least, is, okay, so what's it costing you to not cultivate self-belief then? And we have a conversation about that. And it is quite sobering. This work isn't pretty and glamorous and happy all of the time. But it is really powerful to think about yourself in business in this way. You know, this redirection of bringing you back to being able to own your choices. It's really up to you how you think about yourself. And that can be a really hard pill to swallow, especially when you are someone who has experienced a lot of criticism or a lot of judgment from yourself or from other people. To bring yourself back to, okay, well, if I continue not cultivating self-belief, if I continue to only cultivate reasons why I'm shit, if I continue only to cultivate a belief in myself that I can't and I'm not able, I'm not going to be able to cope, my question to you, if all else fails, would absolutely be at what cost, at what cost is it that you're going to continue to perpetuate these thoughts to be true about yourself And I really mean that. At what cost out there in business? What's it costing you to not put your brilliance out there? What's it costing you to not speak up? What's it costing you to not try, even if you might fail? What's it costing you to not add your unique contribution out there to the world, even if you might be judged, criticized, even? What's that costing you? I want you to know that the first thing that I'll normally be met with there is, oh yeah, I know, oh God, yeah, I know, I know. And I'm like, no, really? I know that you know, but I need to hear you say that out loud. And so if that's where you're at in this episode, say it out loud, pause the episode here and be like, cool, okay, if I continue to perpetuate self-loathing instead of believing in myself and believing in my capability to just try, what is that costing me? What is it costing me out there in business? And what is it costing me in my inner world, in my relationship with myself? Because one thing I know to be true is even if you are achieving material success out there in business, but your inner world, your inner relationship with yourself is really lacking, that's not gonna feel like success. It's not gonna feel like success. And so I think I wanna wrap the episode up there. I think you can tell the impacts of cultivating belief with yourself. The impacts ripple into the actions that you do and don't be brave enough to take the impacts uh, around your identity, you know, who you believe you inherently are. And that isn't something that's fixed. You can change. Every one of us can change. But there needs to be that spark of willingness and that spark of belief that it is possible for you. And so that's why I started this episode by saying, you know, it doesn't have to come from within. And this support is available to you. I know for my clients inside the Inner Work Club, one of the things that they'll sometimes bring to coaching is I can't access it. It's not there for me right now and I need some help being pulled out of it. Cool, that support is available to you. You don't have to do it all on your own. I think I said in a recent episode, episode 212, where I was talking about gaining support in business is one of the best investments that you can give to yourself because sometimes... Doing it all on your own means that you are actually slowing yourself down when the support is actually available to you. And that's in the Inner Work Club with my one-to-one clients. We go so much deeper and because they've got their fortnightly sessions where we actually deep dive into this work and then they've got their voice note support, they are able to actually communicate with me in real time what their brain is offering them up. And we literally do the work together in real time, where we're repositioning those ideas and cultivating that self-belief as we go. So I hope what this episode has been for you is if self-belief, if belief in yourself, in your capability, uh, if that's something that you have found it really hard to access, I hope you come back to this episode as often as you need it because, and, and just borrow my belief in you, borrow my belief. I don't know, I don't know who's listening to this episode. I don't, you know, maybe I do know you, maybe I don't, maybe we've never met, maybe we've never even exchanged a message. But what I do know is that I believe in your capability. I haven't got any right to believe in your skills or your knowledge uh, or your ability in what you do technically. Because I don't, I might not know you, but what I do believe in, and you can lean on this belief, is your capability. You have made it through so many experiences that you probably thought that you couldn't. How many episodes of the inner Aware Conversation have you literally heard me say, if you'd have told me I was going to experience some of the things that I've experienced, I would have been like, absolutely not. I don't have that in me. And yet we do. And I want you to know that is the same thing is true for you. If someone had told me I was going to be running a business and being a nearly a full-time carer for someone with advanced dementia and psychosis, I wouldn't have believed you. I wouldn't have thought I was going to be able to do that. If you'd have told me that I was going to quit my job, start my business, and then there was going to be a pandemic that closed the world down, I wouldn't have believed you that I would be able to cope with that. I would be able to navigate that. So I know that I might not know you. I also know that I believe in your capability, in your capability to cultivate different thoughts about yourself, in your capability to navigate the things that are really hard. And I know that the same thing lives inside of me that it, that it did my mom. I know that if you were running down the road, I would be thinking in my head, go on girl. And that's the same in business. And we all need that every single one of us needs that wink and that nod from someone, especially in the times when it's hard to access, to go, yes, you fucking can. Keep going. And so that's my message to you today. Yes, you fucking can. Keep going. So all of that said, please never forget, I am always cheering you on. And I really do hope that you are cheering you on too.